Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back all you four color funny book aficionados. This is US Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, co-founders of U.S. Comics, smashing that fourth wall like this was a home remodeling show. Charlie, happy comic book day. Happy comic book day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Ban and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like it owes you money. Johnny boy, what's the haps? Well, I'm deaf, but above and beyond that, um, just straight chilling, man. We are in full Halloween swing up Woo! on the Jersey side of the river from you. Um, there's news dropping all over town. Uh, Walter Hamada is out over at DC. And I, I do want to give an, almost an immediate shout out. Um, the good folks Bye, over bitch. at Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash, uh, live show, their, their live show today. Uh, Mike Zapsick, if you're nasty, he called this. He was putting his resume out into the world, and the world, the 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 universe has responded because Walter's like, oh shit, Zapsick wants my job. Bye. Literally, it like came off the printer. Yeah, it was it was it was like Marty McFly's fax firing. Like you're fired. Except it was like reverse racism because it was. Hamada that was fired and not Michael J. Fox. but Which um, is somehow, uh, in this environment, it's worse. Yeah, that no, is worse. It's uh, wor- no, I don't want to say it's worse. I would say, like, you know, it's, it's, it's it evens out. Yeah, yeah. It, it evens, evens out. You evens can't, out the you, racism. You can't trust me, though, man. My back is killing me because not only is my special guest today, the beautiful <laughs> Audrey 3, we are in full <laughs> spooky season. Yes, uh, the Long Island Ghostbusters in association for with... With the Empire State Elite, Uh, we have our big Halloween event uh, starting this Friday and Saturday. So spooky walk at Camp Paquatic. Uh, So I've been kind of gearing up, doing my stretches, and it's not enough. It's like I'm fucking... It's like I think I'm auditioning for Creed Three. I'm like, why am I wearing this just out and about my I don't regular know life? If it's like a family thing, but because my back is also absolutely killing me, but that's mostly just from carrying this show. Joker's jumping in right away in the comment section. It is a great day. Naturally, a, a DC supervillain is happy about them losing their uh, their their head cat. Uh, Joker, thanks for joining us over from Twitch. Um, Ella's jumping in. It's Christmas season. Lacey Chabert movies on Hallmark start this week. Ellis, you I say saw that, that commercial. Lost my not. mind. Ellis, you've been watching these <laughs> Lacey Chabert Christmas movies since uh, Labor Day. But uh, yes, for the rest of us, uh, it is indeed. Uh, it is a rapidly approaching. If you walk into any big box store, they absolutely are on Ellis's side because they are fully decorated for christmas like fuck your candy son um say what you will about Lacey chabert and all and god knows oh, no will. one respects her like i respect her however 
Joker, you will show respect about the potential for Birds of Prey 2, the fabulous destruction of DC, which so far is winning the comment of the night contest. It's Not early. that there's been a lot, but I like to declare winners early and often because just this week, uh, the actor who played Huntress uh, was a deep conversation between my brother and I oh, yeah, yeah. that will stay private. Yeah, but uh, just know if that movie happened, I'd be first fucking online because yeah, I support what I love. First to take his pants off, to completely inappropriate. But uh, but that all being said, Charlie would indeed be tearing out of his pants as if he had been radiated with gamma blood injected into him because of a car accident. Apparently, boom, boom, that's what boom, we're going for. Um, so She Hulk has has wrapped her her run. Uh, we're not really sure about a second season as of yet. Neither is she. I hear she's pitching Charlie Cox. She's like, yo, let me get in on that little Daredevil Reborn, son. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so, so yeah, it's interesting to me. And I, I did realize, yes, yes, the Hulk season finale, damn straight Ellis. Uh, we do not make the distinctions here. I'm glad that he Hulk had a cameo. <laughs> so, um. It's it's very interesting. I I I was watching it, and it was a little bit for me. I'm just gonna launch right into this, Chucky. Boy. Yeah. For me, it was a little bit of it. I, it's like I was side by side on cam, right? There was there was the John on one side, and then like other John on the other side, and I, the regular John was just watching it. Other John was like, mm, I wonder what people are gonna say about this and say about that. Once we've seen behind the fucking. But the, once we've found the man behind the fucking curtain, like the, the the whole fucking great land of Oz is totally ruined for me because I, I honestly cannot watch anything uh, comic book connected without having the thoughts of, well, the people are going to say this. This is going to be received. Oh, this I way, see what blah, you're blah, saying. Blah. I, I cannot divorce myself from it, which is a little sad. If I'm yeah, that honestly. bums me out. Yeah, it bums me out too. Because I'm, like, I'm the opposite. So I sit there like... <laughs> Damn it! Like uh, for 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 the uh, for the the visual impaired, uh, i.e., you're listening to this a week from now. I just made the sad faced arms crossed. Uh, entertain me, I dare you. But the the big th- and I could be wrong about this, but my take, my walk away from it, the big big conversation talking point at the water cooler, is She Hulk breaking the fourth wall. She's breaking the fourth wall. She's breaking the fourth wall. She's breaking the fourth wall. Put a put a uh, a comma on it. Explain to someone what the fourth wall is, and then she's breaking <laughs> the fourth wall. She's breaking it. She's breaking it. What so, about the ceiling and the floor? Uh, Are those the fifth Lord. and sixth walls? So so truly, for anyone who is out there for like that point zero zero one percentage that doesn't know what breaking the term breaking the fourth wall is, think of your TV like a diorama, like you're in the Museum of Natural History and you're walking through the little the hallway of all the shit that Teddy Roosevelt killed. Um, so that wall that's missing, that glass wall that you're seeing through, that's what's referred to as the, the fourth wall. Think of it, one, two, three, four. There's the three that you see. The fourth one is what us as the, as the watchers, the viewer, as the museum fucking attendee is looking through. Now imagine that the giant fucking saber-toothed tiger that's been stuffed since God knows when looks out back at you and starts licking its chops. You're like, oh shit, that saber tooth son, son of a bitch just broke the fourth wall. That's what that term means. So then it's when the, the character addresses the audience, uh, in essence, acknowledging that what you're watching is a fiction. 
uh, which I'm totally, totally fine with. Again, Daredevil uh, does it. People think, oh, Daredevil at first. No, no, no. She-Hulk did it first. This is comic accurate Deadpool, shit. you mean. Deadpool, that's what, uh, what did I say? What Daredevil. Uh, what he Deadpool. did first was I got bump buglies with brain. everybody. <laughs> as as you should, as you should. Uh, Deadpool, um, Harley Quinn, notorious uh, fourth wall breakers. Well, yeah, it's, I, you it's, know. it's by, by no means... Um, a unique uh, uh, fucking trope. Oh, Ferris uh, Bueller. Ellis brings up a good point. Ferris Bueller yeah. breaks Fer- the shit out Ferris, of that. I mean, again, the, that list is long. Mo- most recently, maybe Fleabag. If anyone uh, watched the new Indiana Jones, Fleabag did it constantly. Ferris Bueller. Uh, as um, Wolf of Wall Street does it. And that's something that's like totally unexpected because that's a based on a true story. Um, fucking Fight Club does it, and like yeah. they do it, they do it so infrequently. Like, oh shit, I forgot that they even did that. <laughs> so again, it's not a new trope necessarily, but she did it really consistently. And spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't already watched the finale. Yeah, just hit mute for like fifteen minutes. It's half the fucking episode. It's oh, like half and it's... the episode. I'm gonna take it right to you, just in, t- in this aspect of it, Charlie. Yeah. How did how did you receive specifically? her breaking of the fourth wall in this episode. So the only time I'm able to fully enjoy things is while I'm watching it, because that collapsing of me then wondering what other people think happens the minute the credits start to roll, my brain switches to Mm. what do people think, what does John think starts off the trend, but then it becomes what is- the most important thought, what what does John think? uh, You know what? Normally I would fight that, but no, that's kind of how my brain works. (laughs) Explains all sorts of uh, reasons why I'm a fucking mess. But uh, the only time I'm able to enjoy something (laughs) If if only, Paul, if only. Imagine we just like dip out of the screen right now. Like, hey, what you guys have for dinner? Just pop up in each other's sets. So when I, I cannot overstate this. When she asks if the finale was working for everybody, yeah. I was so self-centered that moment. I was like, not particularly. Why is whole, like, huh. I fully took the bait. And I was like, oh shit, it's really just going to well, end with like Jen, an obnoxious if CGI I may. fight. Because Charlie like constantly is rewriting stuff. He's like, well, what I would do is... Yeah, she's like, Shut up, then I legitimately thought the app crashed. So like I was hook, line, and you sinker thought, wow, you, when it you went to the menu. Gomer. <laughs> so then I knew it was... Now this is where you know I'm a fucking nerd. I know the Disney page as it currently sits because of Endor and She-Hulk making up a big portion of my happiness. So I went, oh... And I literally got when I tell I was you, like I never watched the making ofs. My my pants got significantly tighter because I went. They are not <laughs> fucking going for it. Like she's not about to cut me down for what I do or do not watch. She's not gonna make fun of Pinocchio. And then she burst through the fucking panel, John. Yeah. And I went from fucking midnight to ultra midnight because I went from full hard to ultra erect and everything so that happened in those finals to three and a half inches you're saying w- wide three three to three and a half wow. still not that particularly impressive <laughs> um i i fucking loved it uh-huh. i was all in every joke worked if the show had aspects about it i didn't like leading up to that I can't remember them now because it was such a perfect She-Hulkian yeah. ending. I, I I celebrated like I fucking 
scored a field goal in the hockey match. Okay. I was so fucking happy. All right. Well, that's, I loved that's, it. That's absolutely one take. Uh, let me go ahead and tell you the correct take. <laughs> oh um, no, I I didn't love it quite so much. I didn't I didn't dis I didn't dislove it. <laughs> I didn't dislove it. I I, uh, I I did like it. And, Copyright and, and, U.S. And comics. You are <laughs> you're, you're right in the sense that she she took um, what had been she took it to another level, right? She broke the fourth wall. She like broke the fucking fifth and the sixth wall while she she broke the roof and she fucking started a, a flood in the basement. Um, she absolutely took it to a new level, which I agree with you. I I did adore. I I I really appreciated how they said, you know what? We've been doing, uh, we've been doing this. We've been kind of like uh, slow dripping this, uh, slow burning this all season long. Now let's really give it to them. Um, and I appreciated the take. I'm like, oh, well, this is dumb and that's dumb. That's not cool. Uh, you know, this is my show. I, I was in for all of that. What I didn't, what I didn't go <laughs> that for. She, that she brought up some good points? <laughs> nope, not at all. Because those are all points that we've talked about here. Like, yeah. the funny thing is, like, we were we would be sitting on the same fucking desk, the same table in the courtroom, arguing those points as she did. I, I didn't disagree with a single point or a single little um shot that the showrunners took at marvel itself i appreciated that more than most i'm like Fuck well that's because that's because we man. also have daddy issues <laughs> well not not so much daddy issues but you're like calling I miss you, Pop. For, calling something out for what it is right yeah and dad would never have done any of those shits um no no what i where i took umbrage is charlie we we talked about and by we i mean me we talked about breaking the fourth wall right so if if you broke the fourth wall in indiana jones harrison ford will look out like, like harrison what the fuck are you saying i don't i love you but i don't understand you but you can rest assured what he would be talking about would be something along the lines of hey you spilled your fucking popcorn Hey, don't drink that drink, Sarge. That's John's drink. Sergeant Finesse infamously t- stole my drink in the middle of a movie. I'm like, get us my drink. Get us my drink. He just drank that shit up. Fucking Sarge. God damn it. I can't um, believe he ruined Magic Mike 2 for you. Yeah, I know. And I was right there, too. I was almost finished. But that being said, Charlie, when 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 characters break the fourth wall, they're addressing the real world. Am I wrong? Yeah. So it's their world that they're in. They break the fourth wall. And where are they now? They're in our world. world. Yeah. And and Jennifer did that multiple fucking times. Is this working for you? Famously got Charlie a little chubbed up. Great. What she did then was something different. And I'm not entirely sure what it was. She wasn't really breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, she showed up on the loading screen. That's adorable. But the world that she ended up, Charlie? Yeah. Where was that? It, do, do you, is this a real question? Was that This is my real, this is the real thing I, that I'm going to talk I, about. Was this like a, a fucking Kang situation? Did Kang I, I initially do. conquer She-Hulk's world? Because that world where they make, where a company called Marvel yep. makes a Has show a robot named Kevin. She-Hulk. Yep. And that it streams on the Disney Plus network. And the 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 big brain uh, is a, a robot. Basically, looks like a, a squiddy that didn't make the final cut of Matrix. Called <laughs> Squiddy. K E V I N. Kevin. Like, I I I get it. I get it. Yes, that's super adorable. But you've confused me. 
Oh, so, see, so where is I, that? That's world? so fascinating because for me, I thought it was wonderful that this whole time she was breaking the fourth wall, and what I think was a magic trick that they did with K E V I N, uh -huh. uh, the supercomputer, just making Marvel trick? shit. The reason I think it's a magic trick is the whole time she wasn't talking directly to us; she was talking to, like, it, within the multiverse. She's a character within. So we're watching no, the shit Kevin makes. I mean, but it's it, for me, I was an avid She-Hulk comic reader for a long time because before the internet, you needed to, you know, see hot women sometimes drawn and colored in green. Right, and um, you were so also that, six. Yes, and I was already <laughs> rocking the same size heat I rock now. Um, when she would break into the writer's room of the comic book, it was the same thing. It wasn't quite our world. It, in my head, it was always part of the multiverse. No, I disagree. Fucking Daffy Duck did it better than anybody, than any superhero, Ferris Bueller, or fucking Wolf of Wall Street before. Daffy Duck, like, literally sh shitted on the fucking artist drawing his cartoon. And granted, they, 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 they took some umbrage with that. They took his beak off. They fucking lit his ass on fire. Daffy Duck did it best. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, though, John that that's not that wasn't like a documentary series like that artist did good art and Whatever, like dude. that was all planned and this storyboarded i think it's uh, listen I, I love it i love anytime you and i diverge but it's a serious question so is the answer that okay that there is a multi there there is a, a level of the multiverse in which there's a show starring Jennifer Walters as She-Hulk, and that's... Is that what they were trying to say? Tell me, Charlie. Explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old. Yeah, I, I think so. You, I, I, uh, in a courtroom in Philadelphia. This is like a, think, the lawyer show. So I that, think so. That, I think everything, everything we see has mm -hmm. been a production of Multiverse Universe 268. So then does so that we're mean Daredevil? So that is a, that's not the Daredevil that we're going to see? In Daredevil Reborn? No, I think everything we've seen in Marvel, I think Kevin has crafted <laughs> That's right, the has crafted the entire um Marvel Cinematic Universe that we see. Uh -huh. But our Kevin Feige, our Kevin Feige okayed them writing a robot named Kevin. No, you're, you're, so you're, it's too deep. You on remember? top of your so on top of your hurt back, uh, you're pulling muscles. Right do, you left, remember, do you remember? Do you remember in it's Inception? Nonsensical. Do you remember in Inception when you have to go they're, into like they're layer, all dreaming right now? Layer two of the dream. <laughs> so multiverse one yeah. is Kevin. Well, Charlie, I got some bad news for you about Inception then too because. That you also tell me about as well the top? as was some bullshit. Can you tell me about the um, top? So I'll now tell you here's... About, I'll talk about the layers of Inception. The second you get off the fucking Tom Hardy level, the acting goes to crap <laughs> because he's like the only good actor in that fucking movie. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I... But Cousin Paul fucking... He, this is the comment of that. No My brain also Paul's, hurts. Paul's brain sense. hurts because of you. Because no and one... And Stan confirms it. No one... First of all... First <laughs> and first me, mostly... Stan and Paul. If no, anyone, if anyone has seen this show, even one <laughs> other episode, the show you and me, U.S. Comics Cast, the fact that you and I diverge on this is <laughs> newsworthy. Your friend circle that I consider vague acquaintances, um, <laughs> the yeah. The, 
Yeah, you're right, I, Joker. He he was pretty good. I I the for me it all boils down to this isn't something anyone but you thought of. You said in the pre-show that but you were going to bring I've, up something. But now I've birthed it into the yeah, universe. Yeah, and look, you have set like all of our fucking friends. Lotus all of our friends are all sad and shit now. Look, honestly, uh, fucking Kevin oh! should call me up and say, "Oh, thank you, John. We just got for some reason everybody just rewatched all the She-Hulk <laughs> overnight, and uh, I got a thanks to you." I got to tell you, I think Ellis may have been recast because he is just dropping <laughs> truth bombs uh -huh. and not just weird sass, which I love. But uh, Ellis uh, threw over on our Facebook chat, watch Escape from the Planet of the Apes. The doctor explains it like it's a picture of an artist painting a picture until the artist becomes one with the picture. John, it's very simple. So I have seen... Just got to open your mind. Um, I, I have seen uh, numerous paintings of a painting of a painting and... Um... But did Dr. Zayas paint it either? So, no, but, Dr. but again, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. I know, it's very funny. You've Dr. talked Dr. Zayas, all Dr. around the, the actual question. So is no, it's a multiverse. That, so that's what you took away from it. You're like, okay, so the what she dipped into, the fourth wall that she broke into, is a, is a different layer, uh, a multiverse layer, in which she is starring in a show that's made by a company called Marvel mm -hmm. and has a writer's room and blah, blah. So then my, my follow-up question But she's Jen. You, she's not like an actress. She is Jen. Jen is She-Hulk. Well, yeah. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld was Jerry Seinfeld, but like the show wasn't, was like, it was him, but it wasn't really him. Um, it was really fucking Larry David. Everybody knows that. So, so, so then I would, the, the follow-up question to you, and then I'll let you run with uh, what you had in mind, um, would be, then where does that leave the characters that we've been introduced to? Yeah. Is that the actual fucking, uh, you know, fucking offspring of, of uh, Hulk that we saw? Yeah. Is that, dare, the, the, is that really the daredevil that we're going to get? So the, the characters yeah. that we were introduced to them, we didn't really, we were not introduced to them in the MCU proper. No, That's we were. That's my point. They're all no, part so of the MCU. Are, the MCU got written by K-E-V-I-N. So Kevin no, produced but, but he Thor: didn't, though. Kevin Love and Thunder. Feige did. No, Kevin Feige created the robot that created the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nah, but but it's do, very simple. You do know that there's no robot. All right, so I th I've I, seen I think it on TV. It I has think, to be real. I think we've uh, we've put out there. Charlie's refusing to <laughs> to fucking Charlie is Charlie just proved that he's indeed a robot from Westworld. He's like <laughs> doesn't look like anything to me. Put him up, partner. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so anyway, I'll just put this out to all of the actual uh, uh, free thinkers out there. I want you guys to think about that finale of She-Hulk. Where the fuck did what? What fourth wall did she bring break into? What does that do to the characters that we've been introduced to for the first time in that MCU? Uh, even though we've known them from prior. And what does that mean for those characters that are going to carry over? And where the fuck was uh, was uh, was Wong's new girlfriend? That's the real fucking question. John, but, uh, you know where she was. She was icing that back, son. I, well, uh, you, your back hurts. Wong's back hurts. There's for a, the same reason. Correlation. But uh, and anyway, so so I had all these issues. Kept me up at night. Um, but Charlie, <laughs> not me. I watched you twice like this. <laughs> <laughs> knocking shit over all Ghost. over the place. Oh, the um, Sarge is here. What's up, Sergeant? Oh, I, 
I need to hire the ghost bouncers. Sarge, my- were your ears ringing because you heard about the you heard the story of you stealing my drink? Drink gate. I'll I'll make it quick as uh, as our opening time uh, do comes what you to gotta close. Do, man, this is this is a good time. My big takeaway was at the end of the day, She Hulk was about one thing. It wasn't about multiverse. It wasn't about K E V I N. Dare I even Madison. say it wasn't even about Madison uh, with a Y, but not where you think. John, it was about family, as the closing barbecue oh. scene proved, because. Uh, some complaints I read about Shiok were Daredevil, he's supposed to be a brooding guy. We discussed it last week because everyone who knows Daredevil as well as I know knows that's a layered motherfucker. He's like an onion. However, I love the idea of when we pick up with Daredevil, he has his little delicious green lawyer girlfriend. He got it all, and then you could take it all away. So what I'm excited about was further exploring Daredevil almost guaranteeing She-Hulk will at least make a cameo like where in his are his show, socks? in my opinion. Where are your socks, I told GD? you, they got fucked off of him, son. I know, but you go scoop him up. Come on, no, bro. No, not when they're rocketed through the wall. Jeez Louise. Those I grippy socks. Like that fucking scene from the Grinch and the socks like... <laughs> crawling across the fucking you, you floor. You know who always has his socks? Batman, because he's not a good lay. Daredevil loses socks left and right. Wow. He Batman orders is, socks Batman by the crate. Batman is very judicious about what he eats. And we'll just leave it at that. Listen, um, this is bullshit. Right now, I'm telling you, this is why I'm glad we go live. <laughs> Joker, because yes. Joker, the answer to that is yes. Joker, yes. Joker stream, how dare you? Listen, I know you have to handle your Joker stream business, right? Gotham needs to be burnt down. Batman yeah. needs to be Twitch inconvenienced. Twitch isn't running itself. But on last week's episode, I made it very clear, not only my theory, but the facts behind it. Matt Murdock and Jen made Whoopi. Then round two, Daredevil and She-Hulk made pantsless Whoopi. The top of the suit, the mask, the helmet, he needs it. And then round three is once again, Matt and Jen. It's very simple. Jeez, Charlie, Charlie is angry. No, like- this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very, very irate over the coupling over here of the green and the mustard and the fucking ketchup. Um, so, so sincerely though, like, what, what was your what was your takeaway from the finale that you were like? Were you, so you're saying you also were thinking of what people would be thinking? No, once it once it wrapped up, my brain immediately went to like, I wonder if this is going to be received well. Because my big takeaway was that was exactly the sort of the exact sort of series that I wanted out of She Hulk, which is one that's true to the character, um, and and almost in uh, almost kind of spitting in the face of anyone's expectations. I think Marvel and I think comic book properties are at their best when they honor the character first. This is so similar to those early days of She-Hulk. That's undeniable, like it, love it, or hate it, because you have constantly on the show spoken about how you there is no like good or bad, there's only what you like and what you don't like. This proved to me that I fundamentally disagree with that. Something's quality can't be argued. All that can be argued is whether or not you liked it. You're allowed to not like great shit. I don't like the ballet. Ballet is a masterful thing. It's magic. It's just not magic I give a fuck about, mm-hmm. right? But there's good ballets and bad ballet. There's ta- if I started a ballet, I'm gonna fuck it up. So I, I disagree because Charlie starring in Swan Lake, if I'm in the audience, 
automatically is the greatest fucking swan lake I have ever seen in my life. And I've seen several. So Touché. I respect. I'm going to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and put pants on the paper there. So so you, while, while, so you're saying just to sum up, just to, just to, uh, um, just to kind of put it in a, a little bubble little bow. Um, so you liked it. It was Loved what it. you hoped for in terms of tone. Yeah. But the way that they went about that wasn't obvious to you. You didn't see like oh, I no, saw like that I, coming. I didn't think one. that they would. Yeah, I, I didn't think they would I, have the gamma. I agree with. Oh, yeah, I agree I, with all that. I didn't think they'd have the gamma radiated nards to go Understood. all in. But you didn't have. You didn't take any issue with how they chose to break the fourth. Honestly, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm taking umbrage with even calling that. Breaking the fourth wall. That's something else. I Shattering the universe. What, I mean, it should be called something for sure. But, um... I don't know. Like, honestly, fucking... Uh, <laughs> Matt should should watch it because at this point, I think She-Hulk has more in common with Kang than fucking uh, all Honeytoad, their Daredevil. Because she can just slip... Apparently, she can slip into any layer... Any, any fucking layer of the multiverse... Like she was America Chavez herself. Well, she's um, the strongest, man. Strongest did, there is. I mean, listen, there's there's gonna be a lot of fanboys gonna take umbrage with that comment. Um, yeah, I come I at took, me, bro. I took issue with. The I fact live in Jersey. Like she clearly <laughs> you don't stop lying to people. Um, with that, she clearly went someplace else. She didn't. She wasn't in our reality, and she was no longer in her narrative's reality. She was in this third level. All joking aside, she was someplace else. And if anyone, anyone listening or watching hasn't looked at it in that way or it didn't occur to them, do me a close personal favor. Just rewatch that last episode, even if yeah, you want to fast views forward up. to that moment when she does something. She she did something. Can I can I just bring up one more option? Of course you can. Or fucking Kevin's a robot. There is no Kevin Feige. I don't know why you're being so like strict in your it's not a, for a person who i guess who's a, a faith-based person zero 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 one percent but i i guess i i guess that technically i've been is, waiting for robots to take over uh, for fucking years i'm pro robot i've been praying for it. why do you think i'm polite to all of my fucking uh, uh devices i'm like yes please and thank you constantly they're like enough fucking dude i'm just doing my job <laughs> Um, John you know, shaves. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. John shaves the back of his hairline to allow that giant matrix needle oh, yeah. to plug I'm, him the I'm fuck back in. in. John's gonna eat electric steaks because they're not real meat. Look, if anybody is out there and they're saying that uh, Cipher was wrong, I don't want to eat digital steaks where there's no caloric issue. Like fucking blood pressure isn't a problem. My retirement fund. I don't need to be. Uh, keeping an eye on that, Charlie. They are one thing and one thing only. They are a goddamn liar. Because when the robots take over, that's like permanent vacation for all of us. Just like George Lucas fucking knows. Why do you think he writes robots consistently, right, left, Monday through Friday? Um, because one thing and one thing only. Han, Han shot, shot first. first. What about Clinky? Ah, delicious ah, you know it's good when you fucking sound like a bad Arnold in person ah, ah, ah. oh that drink was delicious ah, ah, ah. Oh, so smooth ah. <laughs> John yes 
I'm I'm right here. Stop yelling. If at you me. could go back in time at any point in your own timeline, but you had to set bad events uh good. Mm. So you you're you're not baby you. Eloquent as always. <laughs> you go I just had a shot of vodka, how dare you? Um I'll kill you. Uh show canceled. If you were to go back in time and pick a show yes. to be rebooted in 2022, oh. what show would you choose? Oh, man. I'm I'm going to uh I'm gonna take a deep dive. Like fucking Steve Ziesel himself. Um I don't know if there's anybody out there who remembers the show Voyagers. Voyagers starring um the the, the most uh the most famous accidental fucking shot in the head by a uh by a blank death in Hollywood until uh Brandon Lee himself, John Eric Hexlam. Uh Voyagers was a show uh, it's going to sound slightly familiar, but it was an older guy and he traveled around through history on the show and he said, he said things that had, uh, gone wrong. He sets them right so that history can unfold the way it's supposed to. And, um, he's got a little, he's got a little, a little spunky sidekick, just a little dude with a giant fucking head of curly hair. Voyagers, uh-huh. check it out. It is outstanding cool, I, would cool, love cool. I would uh i would much rather them reboot that <laughs> than break my heart because i want to talk to you about the quantum leap sequel reboot i have never been so when did you learn about the new quantum leap I've been fucking so out of touch. They filmed an entire Crow movie and no one thought to consult me. And then like, like, oh, give me the gun with the blanks. Fuck it. Now that they're, they're just fucking dropping. Oh, gee, Charlie, you know how you watched every episode of Quantum Leap five times? Because that shit was constantly on the sci-fi channel and you love Scott Bakula. Oh boy. Well, we're going to do a reboot. And I go, oh, that's kind of fucking dope. <clears throat> like, you're going to, like, if Scott Bakula, like, you don't want to do it with him, you can't afford him, you're not going to finish up that story, which is a fucking tragedy. Okay, but, like, a re- like, what a fucking great concept. You travel in time, but only in your timeline. Because I'm so young, I'd only be able to travel back to 1985 uh, because that you have to exist, but you jump into someone else's fucking body. What an awesome sci-fi premise. You could jump into historical figures and famous celebrities and tell really interesting stories, man. Then I learned while watching the opening credits (laughs) that this took place in the Bacula universe. The Bacaverse, as I call it. (laughs) You're going to be in the Bacaverse, but not secure. Scott, look at how handsome he still is. Yeah, man. Scott Bacula is holding up like a champ. Scott Bakula hasn't aged a month. And I'm pretty sure Quantum Leap stopped in 1942. That show stopped fucking airing. He just leaps. He leapt into this actor's uh, body named Scott Bakula. He's like, fuck it, I'm staying. Makes sense. 
I instantly, my stomach turned when they mentioned that it, this is the same universe. And then they had the audacity. I don't, how many, how, did you just watch the pilot? Or did you watch a I, few episodes? I, I only watched the pilot. So in a couple episodes, and then I I'm going to. You know what? You know what show was really great? Voyagers. And then yeah. I went and I fucking pulled up Voyagers on, on uh, YouTube. Seriously. I. Voyagers was a dope show. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm fucking furious. This is as like grossed out that a TV Why? studio has made me so, in forever. So, so just, just again, to, to, to get that bow back out. Yeah. Um, so I need it. So I'm like fucking real amped up tonight. Quantum, quantum leap again, you almost universally loved science fiction, uh, uh, series that for one reason or another did not have the opportunity to play itself out. Um, sadly, we lost Dean Stockwell pretty recently, right? A few Rest months well, ago. Sir, yeah. Something along those lines. Um, uh, I I love him originally from Dune. I'm like, oh shit, oh no. Um, but yeah, I I loved Quantum Le- Quantum Leap like anybody else. Um, maybe we can even get into like our favorite Quantum Leaps uh, Leap episodes uh, throwback. But <clears throat> when I found out about the reboot, um. It's not a remake. So the fact that they established pretty quickly, yo, we don't have Scott Bakula now, but he's a possibility. That for me, I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Because he very much showed up. Now, famously, at this point, he's like, I am not involved in this. I'm yeah. not involved in the show. He's like, they I'm can't afford my it, new, blah, 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 blah. The new um, money check. And truth be told, I my, my way of thinking was, and this is just, just might be my inherent, like, Part of a duo, you never break us up. Charlie, don't ever break up with me. I cannot deal with it, bro. Um, I got you, baby. <laughs> good man. I'll Look, keep dragging I got, you I got through me this a good world. Man. Um, yeah, but honestly, I thought I thought that it was Dean Stockwell's passing that kind of put the fucking uh, proverbial nail in the coffin of the Quantum Leap chapter. You put put nails uh, nails in coffin and books, right? That's a those, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Not, that's not, a perfect not a mixed metaphor at all. Fucking nice. nailed it. Nice. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was the reason why he said nope. That that part of my career I is mean, over. If that's I'm true, moving on. That's beautiful. That's just what I presumed. With that this, being said, it, it almost seemed like they so intentionally like door still open, Scott. Come on. Sure, and and I I'm not even offended by that. What I am offended by no, was they're like I wasn't where, offended by it. I'm like, okay, cool. That's that's yeah, that's, that's I good think that's news. great. This is where I got my fucking uh panties in a bunch. Cause they got bunched right up there. Wow. They got Dude, you gotta be wearing thongs, man. That shit don't happen. And no dude, panty line. True, true. They immediately they immediately basically just redo everything about Quantum Leap though. First of all, they set it up with like Team Quantum Leap, which is fucking annoying because it's supposed to be two dudes and a fucking supercomputer and a bunch of ancillary characters that you don't give a fuck about, hmm. right? So right away, I was like, did I get you, it. You, you got Winston. Winston ancillary? How dare you, sir? Well, I just love that now Winston's at a stage in his career where he fucking runs everything. Yeah. He runs the Ghostbusters. He runs Quantum Leap. He <laughs> runs that ass every daily, nightly, and ever so rightly. Um, John... Why did this show feel the need to be so unimaginative that they were like, he's lost in time again? 
you if you even right. wanted to keep the 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 possibility to get my boy bacula back in this motherfucker yeah you could still just have quantum leap relaunching and every week he chooses to go in the quantum accelerator you don't need the like tension of maybe we'll lose him if you die uh in the past you're dead if you fail you're trapped you could do that trope if you don't fucking succeed you're going to be trapped in uh 1992 and, and who also, the fuck wants to be in 1992 you've oh. you've also made a new reality so you can actually time oh my god how fucking situation. cool is that you fucking uh the the most minuscule change you could fucking steal from one of the best because you and i have talked about it we don't hate time travel we hate when time travel is used as not the main story device i love fucking back to the future i hate when fucking tony stark invents it in the third act of a movie these are two wildly different things quantum leap inherently has every ingredient that i want it's so fucking uh it's so wonderful and so fucking dope and quantum leap is so good it justifies people like stan naming his alexa alexa ziggy because the fucking show's hot fire you just woke you up in two seconds though john fucking alexa device uh <laughs> including stan's house by by fucking dropping that alexa name. download Whoa, every up. episode of us comics <laughs> uh like she john, hasn't already you have already pitched a better version of this show obviously now i do because i fucking hate myself <laughs> my shrink's good she's not that good <laughs> I watched every available episode. And you yeah. know what they do in episode two? He goes back in time further than his timeline. Right. They break a core tenant mm -hmm. of Quantum Leap. You can only time travel in your own timeline. Spoiler alert, but yeah. Oh, this is a new... The program now allows... For some, sh they don't explain it beyond like they wrote a new program. Go fuck your mother. And I have a solution for that too. You could do this bullshit where if you leap, if I leapt to 1985 into someone who was born in 65, do it that I can piggyback it. So if I don't come out of the quantum leap accelerator, I can now jump back in their timeline. There's yeah. ways to write sci-fi, interesting and fucking awesome. It's why people fell in love with quantum leap. It's why people love science fiction. Because if you care about what you're writing, instead, what we have isn't quantum leap, we have NCIS time travel. It is so identical to every bullshit cop show that they've well, been pumping out. That's I the, the... fucking hate it. When you were talking about like having the the, the the bigger bigger cast, like a core group of characters, I mean that was that was like the more most formulatic um, aspect of it. At least that's how it read to me. But I think that the show itself was <laughs> the show itself was. Were you farting? No. Just out of curiosity, because it looked like a I have, I'm very congested, <laughs> so I cleared my nostrils. I was like, yeah! I gave myself like a fucking football touchdown pump. Full transparency, Charlie has given himself a cough button, which is just your welcome audience. <laughs> Hearing Charlie clear his throat might be the most heinous thing that you could listen to on a regular basis. Uh, I would argue it's this. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's up there. That is up there. But, um... What? <laughs> can you put Ellis's Mark Harmon comment up back up? That's 
that's just dynamite. Um, I absolutely agree with Ellis. Which which one is the one with Mark Harmon and the goth girlfriend? I'd watch that. Sadly, she is uh, she is no longer part of that fine program. Um, but I I agree. I would also watch that one. Um, but the the aspect of it that I I really liked was them having a relationship. So again, spoiler free. The gentleman that we get, um, Raymond Lee, who uh, does fine actor. He's, he's fine. He's he's uh, he's great. He's just fine. He's not supposed to be the one having uh, gone into the, the the quantum leap accelerator. That it's I actually liked. his wife, and uh, wife or girlfriend. I only watched uh, fiance. Time. Okay, half. She's like half both. <laughs> she um, honestly, you she, pick two options, and it's <laughs> the fucking middle one, which so, is the most Rivera shit. She is. So she ends up taking the Al role, right, in the new dynamic. <clears throat> so now she technically she was supposed to be the person jumping all over the fucking place um but it ends up being accidentally um her fiance and then now oh. she's gonna be and i like that aspect of it like it was more of a lifeline look i don't know if fucking sam and al had something going on uh, i mean look more power to them but i like that aspect of it where it's like you know it's almost like having the uh, uh, an astronaut's spouse in the yeah. fucking, you know, in the fucking I, launch, I launch agree. Room. Very I interesting. Like so some of the changes that they made, yeah. quote unquote changes, uh, from the original, I did like. And I, I didn't mind them having a larger group either because there were more characters to follow. It, it actually speaks to a longer run, potentially. Sure. Other sides. So I didn't really take them. Sure. But you know what the problem is? It, I have here the bag of terrible ingredients. Let's uh. go. Oh, amnesia. Amnesia like we're a bad soap opera. He's traveling through time. He's lost. And also, he can't remember that that fine-ass bitch pulling an owl used to fucking tug on his business. Like, get the fuck out of here. How much shit do you need for one show? How is it more complicated than the She-Hulk finale? Get the fuck out of here. Well, at least it exists in the same reality. So maybe they, it does. They, maybe it doesn't. Maybe Joker stream was fucking abandoning us. Really pulling a villain they, move. Joke, just running the fuck Joker's away. Like, I am. You, you've yelled. Uh, you've yelled at me far too much. I am out. <laughs> Joker. Thanks for stopping in, brother. Have a, have I, a I, he, but he brings up a good point. I wouldn't be surprised. If they're like, guess what? Scott Bakula. He's the fuck. He's Ziggy. Just get the fuck out of here with this, man. This should have been halted. To a fucking, uh, uh, it should have been stopped the moment that they got to the fifteenth nonsensical twist. Huh. It's four episodes deep, John. There's been a hundred fucking twists. Yeah, Get the fuck bad. out of here, man. I mean, it, it is. I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not an apologist for like a show that I. This reboot, I, I could, you know, if they stop making them tomorrow, I would lose zero sleep. And famously, I don't get any sleep. Um, <laughs> That's because so, you've been drinking 40 gallons of espresso <laughs> accidentally. Listen, they wouldn't make it that size if you're not supposed to drink at all, bro. Get on the fucking, get with the program. I'm writing an Amazon review tonight on that <laughs> espresso maker. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think in all likelihood, they, they wanted to throw as much out there and as many differences as they have similarities to the original source material that's that's the danger that you run into when you are following up something that is almost so universally beloved 
But I would counter, well, for the muckers, if it was so beloved in its time, they would have finished up. So at some point there was like a, a drop off or a justification where they said, you know what, we're not going to make any more of these, even though it is largely unfinished. Where we started, we told you, told you we were going to get you. We yeah, didn't. Like we a stopped. Horseshit we stopped title on the ninety-five card. fucking uh, on the nine, on the five-yard line after a ninety-five-yard <laughs> run, and we're like. See you when I see it, baby. And that's 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 just like patently uncool. Um, so truly, I hope that we do get uh, a Sam Beckett uh, involvement at some point. But I don't really take any. Um, you know, I, 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 I am I didn't fucking go in caring all that much. offended. Were you offended? I am though, because offended. you had a, an ex a higher expectation. Uh, then for what you got, or what, did you sit down saying, "Okay, what, 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 what's doing here?" I, the, I'll, I'll tell you. I went from like, "Fuck this shit! I, I don't need a quantum leap reboot." But then when they're like it. Sam Beckett, I did. I give everything a fucking chance, bro. I, I, I fucking if you know if, if me and Jess don't work out and some guy wants to buy me dinner, I'm not gonna say no to dinner. It's a free meal. I, I, re- um, I, I forgot that I'm talking to the guy that not only watched. Ghostbusters 2016, but went to the fucking premiere after having railed about it for no fewer than six months consecutive. You so see, I, I you see what happened. What happened was I forgot who I was dealing with. <laughs> well, what happened was I got a new TV, and the TV came with like got, uh, Paramount Plus or whatever. And, and they uh, and they were like, "Do you want to watch Quantum Leap?" And I said, "All right, uh, I'm a sh- like, I'm a shill." Fuck, where's the where's the remote? Where? I can't find it. The I'll the audacity, the audacity of me to be like, I don't want to watch this thing I'm about to watch. <laughs> and then it like st- managed to disappoint me. And, and shockingly, it let you down. I, I do. I do prefer this show when it ends with like directions. So I want everyone to go check out the original Quantum Leap. Like check out this new one because I want Winston to get paid. Uh, but also as well as uh, throw him in the quantum accelerator. That's a charming motherfucker. Uh, what's your favorite episode of the OG Quantum Leap? It's not even fucking close. And this is where I truly, truly out myself as the mezzo fanuk that I am. <laughs> At one point, fucking Sam jumps into a production of Man of La Mancha. <laughs> yes! And we get... Scott Bakula singing his absolute best Just impossible dream. Just crushing it. And I, this was one of those moments where like a show got its chocolate into my peanut butter. And you can take that however you want because we're talking about musical theater. Science fiction meets musical theater in just a beautiful, disgusting, kind of confusing uh, uh, fucking... Um, just just a mess of an episode it was dynamite the the cat was he naturally uh the life that he jumped into was the the person playing don quixote cervantes in man of la mancha if anyone is not familiar um and uh fuck man if scott bakula don't can't he got the pipes man he got <laughs> the pipes and i sat there and tr- actually you know what it was really like because you're sitting there you're watching a sci-fi show and, like, if you're not watching it by yourself, there's other sci-fi heads like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking Quantum Leap. It's great, it's great, it's great. But then it's like, 
it's like if if you went to summer school and the <laughs> last thing that you learned in summer school is the first thing that they teach you the next school year you're like i know this <laughs> like i felt so superior i'm like oh this musical show oh this is from the 60s blah, blah blah i felt so above and beyond the regular peasant sci-fi viewers uh it was just it was just it was a good day to be john when when fucking Sam jumps into a production of Man of La Mancha. I was top of the mountain happy. Uh, what about you? What was your favorite quantum? So, so this is a bit of a confession. So I apologize. More than my, more than my outing of myself. Cool, 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 cool. Well, I, I don't think. I mean, the fact that you didn't name drop the fact that you, in very recent memory, crushed it. As uh, as the titular character oh, in uh, Man of the Mountain, um, uh, arguably my second favorite, it goes Scott Bakula, John <laughs> Rivera, rightfully so. One of your favorite musicians uh, was a person that Scott Bakula leapt into, and that of course is the King himself, Elvis Presley. Another musical. And that episode. Another musical episode. That episode is why I listened to Elvis for the first time. And uh, <laughs> me liking Elvis isn't based on my brother. Rather, Scott Bakula once again singing and dancing and giving me, frankly, you want to talk about shit that shouldn't help you in life? I went on a few dates with a girl who loved Elvis, and I was able to drop shit from his past exclusively Straight because of Quantum Leap. <laughs> so I'm not saying oh, that, I, that it got down in a 1992 honda civic <laughs> but it did because of the king baby by way of the other king scott bacula john oh, yeah. word one thing I, I i do appreciate about the new quantum leap is that all the commercials are pretty good it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like they too <laughs> <laughs> don't sell out like oh. other shows or in this case other podcasts for any random brand that's willing to pay no no because quantum leap and u.s comics cast is once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands bad mary you heard them during the intro you're gonna hear them again in just a little bit at the end of the show if you're wondering where else you can catch their act you can follow them over at bad mary band across all social media platforms you can support them over on patreon.com forward slash bad murray you can stay up to date at badmurray.com for merch and upcoming performances but my absolute favorite part john is that their entire discography and all their singles are all available on every single music streaming service word up and that only really leaves the question where are we dropping with sergeant finesse gaming Find him playing those games on both Trovo and Facebook for now. Multiple streams every day, outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Although, a couple of sponsors have gone by the uh, gone by the wayside. I literally needed to replace my white rabbit uh, shaker, so we're going to have to see about that. But the, the situation remains the same. When the sergeant's on deck, you salute. Charlie Sarge finesse, that, baby. Hit that call <laughs> button. Charlie's like, hey. <laughs> let me get it out. Let me get it out. <clears throat> Woof, magoof. Look, ultimately, at our core, we are a comic book 
podcast, right? It's true. So everything that we end up talking about here always has that singular fount uh, of uh, of uh, supply of the goodness, um, and and it's rare, at least nowadays, especially with all of the you know comic books see reboots all the time. There have been more fucking number ones than you could <laughs> shake a stick at for titles like, Yo, wasn't this fucking character created like in the mid-60s? How is it still number one? And will it be valuable? Yes, I'll take two. So um, that's kind of where we're at. But I'm always on the search for the new new. Now, occasionally, something will end up on my radar. I'm like, oh, I got to check this out. Whether it's because of the creators or whether it's because of uh, trusted reviews, somebody who I know that I'm in line with their personal taste. If they liked it, odds are that I'll like it. That's guys. That's how reviews are supposed to work. <laughs> just so, just so we know, it's not by because everybody who fucking has a computer tended to agree, and then now all of a sudden they're right. No, no, no. Find one person you agree with. Be smart and make it me, but use that person as your fucking resource. Regardless, probably of which, don't use me. Just, just definitely fair don't warning. use Charlie. I'm gonna take is, you down some alleys Charlie's you don't like, want to be Woo! down. Um, but that all being said, something that ended up on my uh, uh, checkout list was a comic called Grim Boom Studios, which is a comic book creator that does not get anywhere near enough attention. Boom Studios. Uh, they came out with this comic book called Grimm. Uh, and I want to say maybe it came out as early as May? May of this year? Five, definitely five from, months def- ago? Definitely from, definitely this month. Uh, definitely this year. Uh, and that is I think you're right on the book. nail on the head. It was May. Look at that. Look at me. Um, so, for whatever reason, life kind of intruded upon me. And I said, at, then there was inevitably a reminder Hey, John, you wanted to check out this comic, Grimm. Probably an article, maybe Comic Book Resource is my go-to, but Comic Book Movie uh, does some good ones as well. And there's also this kid, Charlie, who I'll occasionally listen to. Um, no, no, Charlie uh, Charlie Genovese. He's a different guy. Um, but Charlie Rivera, fine. So uh, for whatever me. reason, uh, For whatever reason, I did not get to checking out this comic that I told myself, John, check out this comic. Until months after, at that point, there had already been four issues uh, released. Uh, so I had the rare opportunity of reading something new to my eyes, but that had a fair amount of volume that I could flip through. And when I say flip, I mean finger through, but that sounds very dirty um, because I happened to read this digitally. Grim is a dynamite comic. Charlie, do you have a chance to read it yet? Do I? I mean, this, you talked about reviews a second ago. I I read every available issue moments before the show started. I was like, (laughs) I'll read issue one. That's all I need. And then I literally, my head popped off my fucking body. It goes so quick. That's one of the things that with comics, especially. Great comics tend to. But but here's the thing. That's not something that you hear about very often, especially in comics, because I tend to want to kind of like examine every fucking panel. And uh, just speaking to like the digital option, especially for single issues, it's a a particularly good option because you could zoom in. It's like the equivalent of taking a comic, holding it open the way you're never supposed to do, and just mushing it up to your face (laughs) so you can like see the fucking little Fucking panel view. Panel, Panel view, view is, is such a game changer, and it I don't is. know who came out with it 
first. Uh, I know, I know, it was introduced to me by the DC app mm -hmm. uh, back when the New Fifty Two was given away digital copies and then charged Too a much. dollar extra. No, so overpriced at free, it was overpriced. But just really quickly, um, just a summation. So Grimm, it's a comic, and uh, when death comes a knocking, it can be any one of various Grimm reapers or just reapers they are they are referred to as like that reaper is what they fucking put on their tax return under profession they're all they're like very very different the only thing that they have in common would be the fact that they have a black and red kind of color scheme about them but they all have got these huge kind of like energy scythes which is dynamite because you got to fight off the motherfuckers oh, what a cool fucking visual on the uh, river sticks on your way to the afterlife um, but in any case, and her name is on the way right down now. to the afterlife, which has like a really DMV ish waiting room, which to me was instantly like they went to hell. You're this like, is hell. This is this is at least my hell. So clearly this motherfucker must not have lived a very good life. <laughs> like but you fucked up, Aaron. Our protagonist, she is one of many reapers. She's just doing her job. Uh, but just reaping unlike, away. <laughs> unlike the other Reapers, she doesn't know how she died. Like, she doesn't remember her own death. And, um... Which cat... that reveal in issue one was instantly, like, I was like, I like this book. This book is beautiful. I'm so... The minute they were like, and I don't know how I died, I was like, ooh! It's a, it's a beautiful book. So, just credit where credit's due. Um, Justine Florentino, Abigail Larson, uh, Zoo Orzo, Ivan Towel. Uh, Janahoy Lindsay and Veronica Fish. Um, those are the uh, the creative minds that have brought this to you, guys. This is as strong as a recommendation as you're gonna get. Did you mention the from... writer? Because this is Stephanie Phillips, right? Yes. Um, but that all being said, um, it's a it's a, it's a dynamite comic. It's a dynamite comic. It's an original concept. It's not the type of thing that you've seen a million times. It's a beautiful looking book. Um, the color in particular just is like very, very standout. Um, it doesn't look like any other comics that are out there right now. And um, it's like, especially for the... Steph did I not mention Stephen Phillips? That should you be did the it. first name. All right. So Stephanie Phillips, she's... she's <laughs> I didn't mean that as like an attack. You just know my predilection uh, Flaviano, for Stephanie's. Rico Renzi, Tom Napolitino, um, Tano. But... Uh, Again, it's just a dynamite comic, original concept, uh, and I can clearly see it. it this is the, this is not the case all the time, especially for non superhero comics. Uh, I can see this being adapted. It this reeks is the type of thing of... where I can see it being adapted very easily. And I could see a bidding war for it. I could see any of the streamers, and I could even see traditional television being thirsty for this material. I can't imagine it would be particularly expensive. Um, the The real question is, you have to bring on one fucking hell of a cinematographer to to try to have such a... You need to make a visual statement if they do adapt this. Um, I know Stephanie Phillips from Harley Quinn. Mm. And I had this wasn't on my radar at all, despite the fact I think Boom Studios is doing the Lord's work. Uh, I think they have such a, a, a wonderful ability to kind of green light the right projects. Um, this screams 
this screams money property uh, to me in every way. E even if it wasn't about this particular character, Jessica, um, I, I think this universe lends itself incredibly well for well, adaptation. The, the other thing that I wanted to say was, and you, Charlie, you touched on it as well, is it was one of those comics that you just kind of like flip through, flip through, flip through, and then before you know it, it's over. But it's a, it's not a, it, they're not cheaping out on you. They're not giving you like an 18-page comic. It's like a full 26 pages, what you would expect from a single issue. It just, you, you want to know like what, now what? Now what? Now what? You're introduced um, to fucking certain characters that are doing dirty. Spoiler free. Um, but you just want to know what's coming next. Yeah. And um, that's like, to me, that is the, the, that, that's the marker of good storytelling. Like you get someone just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like their chinny chin on their fucking hands. And like, tell me more, tell me more. Um, but yeah, Charlie, you're right. Boom Studios, they're, they bring us... Um, uh, Berserker, fucking uh, um, Alice Ever After. They do a Firefly comic, which is just the bee's knees. Uh, Vampire Slayer, which is another one kind of in that horror genre, especially nowadays in spooky season. Yeah, these are the type of comics that you can get into. But I really kind of wanted to touch on the the ability to binge a comic. You know, it's rare. You actually, and it's interesting too because they did announce a collected edition coming uh, early in the new year so you don't have to do it the way i did and the way likely charlie did it also by single issuing it <clears throat> you can wait for the collected edition because it's coming the bundled edition the trade paperback as it were where they'll take the first five or ten issues of something slap a fucking new cover on it and uh sell it to you for probably more than, than the single issues would have cost yeah it's like 10 bucks more but uh but let me ask you this charlie because i know we're, we're we we kind of ran late on the other stuff um when's the last time that you picked up a comic first time like fuck and you just want binged it uh as as much as your little eyes and your butt cheeks falling asleep could take yeah i'm i'm really kind of sad to say this this is the first comic in years that in I was years in years that I've been itchy to read the next issue. I would say the last time I felt that way was um, and it was another Boom Studios when Boom Studio was in the middle of their kind of uh, naughty, uh, naughty Tommy, the former Green Ranger story arc in Power Rangers. That that story took me by such surprise. Um, the, their Ghostbuster book did it. It's been, it's been a very heavy decade of boom studios. Um, because I tend to be a single issue reader. When I buy comics, I buy a fat stack. Yeah, you're a, you're a pull list fucking monster. And, and I think that's what satiates me is it's like, you read a little Ninja Turtle, you read a little Superman, you uh, read about Robocop, you, you, you pick up a few issues of boom. Maybe you try quantum and Woody again, which they fucking haven't corrected that ship in 20 years the i take a special satisfaction in the reread mm -hmm. so if i'm really loving a story or if i'm really invested in a character the reread is sometimes my favorite thing it's it's so um, you would say that you're a big rereader like that's that's what you like to do as often as possible. First of all, I saw you formulate that joke in your mind, and I fucking I was hate you. Petrified that it was gonna just fucking come. Just, um, just, the, just uh, pouring the out of me. Night the the Nightwing comics have been uh, something I've really enjoyed the last few years, mm. but 
part of my enjoyment is like I haven't gone back to the top. Uh, Daredevil, I love Daredevil. Daredevil, I do kind of go to the back, back to the top of the arc. And when an issue three comes out in a story, I'll read one, two, three. Issue four comes out, one, two, three, four. It's why. Oh, I, that's interesting. So I, that's where I get a lot of extra joy. But even with something that's been as high quality as Daredevil has been over the last ten years, Daredevil has been kind of the one comic I know I'm almost always going to enjoy. Years is a little stretch. But it's you're like been in love fucking, with the character. I also though. love so the, but but sincerely, but something like new, like there, there was nothing invested. And I think that characters walking into it. I think that's the difference. Is I I would rather have dare I would rather get a Daredevil comic in my hand every month, whereas Grim, I'm gonna I'm at a real crossroad now, and I'm a glutton, so I'm gonna wind up just buying the issues as they come out anyway. Yeah. But my perfect world. I would just be able to collect kind of grim in the volume. Give me a full grim story, right. and then I'll wait well, a, a year. Give me another. But that's but that's what I do is I, I especially if it's something that I have kind of discovered if I don't know ahead of time. Like right now, anything if it's just print saga on it, I'm gonna buy it automatically. Right? <laughs> um, but with certain things that are totally new to me. I will buy them digitally, individually, because it's really not much of a financial investment. And yeah. if I say, you know what, if they lose me at Grim 10, I'm like, all right, it's been a good run, kids. <laughs> um, however, when they get to that point, we're like, no, I, I know that I like this. Then I go out. That's when I buy the physical uh, in the collected editions. And the reason why I do that is because, look, space is at a premium, especially when you're a comic book reader like myself. And Charlie is me times fucking 10. Um, you just simply cannot put, you can't put all of that paper, uh, you know, everywhere. You, it you, becomes burdensome. Be making uh, out of fucking comics. It's crazy. I, and I mean, I think it speaks to your 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 collecting style. Hmm. To me, has always been the best model. I've been trying to convert to your style for years and go digital only. But I, I've romanticized comics so much that having the physical single issues, I wish I could just say, stop it, get the digital, enjoy the well, digital. You have an addictive personality. No, anyway, so. what are you talking about? As I, I nervously shake to get another vodka shot <laughs> before the hour's up. I, I just feel like your way of doing it is the be is truly the best of both worlds because- I mean, that's, that's the case for most things. I'll, do I'll you, you let me ask you this though. We're about to enter the second volume of Grimm. Yeah. kind of in the single issue you're gonna keep buying them digital right say that one more time so so grim it's wrapping up it it wrapped up its first story yeah now they're going to be starting what's going the to clearly arc. their first arc they're clearly starting what will wind up being their next arc and thus their next trade paperback as long as yeah. we're lucky nice. let's say the second story is a miss for you do you finish? Have you now pot committed? No matter what, I'm going to read the second story arc for Grimm. Because well, clearly uh, this is something you dig. I Do you buy, put yourself in that world, that uh, headspace? Again, I buy my single issues digitally so that I don't have that that spatial investment yeah. to have to worry about. But so yeah, you'll I'm sit gonna... through something bad. Well, so I, I don't understand. You lost me. So right now you, you, you dug Grimm. First five issues, hot fire. Mm -hmm. You say to yourself, this needs to exist in physical form in my collection. Right, and I'm they're coming get out this... with one in the new year. 
exactly right. I'm right. going to get pre- that. It's, a, it's, an, it's, an, it's an automatic buy for me. I know. It's I'm an automatic buy. So right. now you start. Grim issue six starts right. the next arc. Right. You don't like it. Uh huh. I imagine you're still addicted enough that you're like, I'm going to buy seven. I'm no. gonna buy issue seven. No, that's that's crazy talk. That's a, the that's mi- a, oh my god! That's a, that's I really a, am I an hate, addict. That's an I hate my wallet mentality. Um, the whole point of buying them digitally is so that you have a ripcord you can pull. You're like, nope, trouble. Woo, I'm out. Like, oh my god, a, where do you exit? Where do you what draw that line? Just not as good, bad, or awful. The first fucking time that you stand me up for dinner, the first time that you don't text me back. <laughs> The first cross fucking off color comment that you make amidst my friends, if I don't like it, <laughs> you are getting fucking Uber fare ride home, and I am I am not calling you back like Aziz. I'm sorry, I am that level of fucking committed. That's what I, you're getting, kid. I legitimately picked up an ex girlfriend from high school at the airport yesterday. Like I, my fucking pop- how was Steve I, doing? Is he doing? Oh, I miss that guy. <laughs> I, I that's shocking. Just kidding. To me. I love Steve. I love him. Just uh, that that's that is shocking to me, John. That Why? all it you takes is one that's like miss. Saying like mm, that that taste of food was a little fucking sketchy. Anyways, plate is clean. You've seen my waist size, bro. I clean plates. Charlie is a professional. Yeah, so no, what do you do? You then enough. just wait. You just wait until you hear like Grim picked back up. You wait for me to be like, do you read nine? And you're like, fuck nine. Seven was terrible. And then I'm like, no, nine was hot fire. Do you then read the issues you skipped? Do you just start on nine? How the fuck do you live this life? If I abandon a book, it's hurt me for at least 12 issues. That's, yeah, I know that. You've got a much longer uh, Dick. fucking... Uh... Yeah, I I don't see it, bro. I just don't see it. Um, no one does. It's a fictional big dick. Anyways, I think we have taken this as far <laughs> as we can possibly go. Uh, but yeah, no, the Grim is a dynamite comic. I don't see uh, the the ultimate point is um, that'll leave mass its face into the ground. I I don't see it fucking taking a wrong turn. I love everything they've done with it. I cannot wait to own it physically, having read them now all digitally. Um, I don't think that there's going to be any turnaround to it, but if they do, they're on fucking notice. Mess up one time, son. Mess up one time. I'm out the door. You have lost my loyalty, which is the worst thing to happen ever. Um, I got to tell you, I'm shocked, but I'm excited to hear that's 2022 John Rivera is just like, nah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's such a Charlie Rivera 20, move. 2022 is going to be the next one to get. I'm like, fuck you, 2022. I am no longer a customer. But Charlie, do us all a favor. Tell the good people how we close each and every episode of the greatest nonsense podcast known to mankind. Oh, it is oh so simple, dear viewer. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you gotta turn that volume up. Then you gotta tune Bad Marion. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Say I'm a space girl. Oh yeah. Sorry about that.
obliterated the thrilling ending Kevin formulated. Well, yeah, that's what Hulks do. We smash things. Bruce smashes buildings, I smash fourth walls, and bad ending. And sometimes Matt Murdock. Okay, now get back to the show. See you on the big screen.